0: This is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome, and I hope everyone's having a great day. I'm Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about skull based brain tumors and treatments with two very special guests. Dr. Jason Liao is the medical director of the Memorial Care Neuroscience Institute at Saddleback Medical Center. His specialties are neurosurgery and spine surgery. Also joining us today is Dr. Ashley Balaker, an otolaryngologist at Head & Neck Associates of Orange County and Memorial Care Saddleback Medical Center. Dr. Liao, let's begin with you, if I may.
1: A skull-based brain tumor is just a segment of brain tumors that are usually more complicated, given that they are located um, at the base of the skull, essentially. It's basically at the bottom of the brain, to put it in, like, kind of more just lay terms. So a lot of times they involve a neurosurgeon and an otolaryngology surgeon for uh, approach to these tumors. And so they can be a little bit more complex with regards to their resection, which is why uh, it requires two subspecialties.
0: And doctor, what causes skull-based brain tumors?
1: There's no actual real, I would say, known cause. Um, There are some potentially genetic underpinnings of some of these skull-based brain tumors, but uh, there's still no real general cause. Um, A lot of it is just Uh, unfortunate luck.
0: Dr. Balaker, are there any symptoms associated with skull-based brain tumors? Being at the base of
2: the skull, that's where most of what we call the cranial nerves exit the skull. And these nerves are responsible for things like your hearing, your balance, the movement of your face. Uh, Some of these nerves also control your eye movements. So oftentimes patients will first present with a symptom associated with an effect on one of those nerves. I commonly see patients come into the clinic complaining of hearing loss or ringing in one of their ears. We always take that as a warning sign when only one side is affected versus the other because that can be a sign of a growth at this location. And Sometimes patients will report changes in their vision or double vision. And so those are some of the more common symptoms patients may first present
0: with. And what steps does someone take if they suspect they may have a skull-based brain tumor?
2: Well, any time that a patient is experiencing, you know, symptoms related to anything in the head and neck area, as well as symptoms like headache um, that doesn't go away, um, changes in their um, neurologic function, that you know, first of all they should see their primary care doctor, and that's usually where we're going to get most of our referrals for. When the primary doctor identifies that there's a there really is a problem there and refers them to see. Um, either an otolaryngologist or refers them directly to a neurosurgeon for consultation. So I would encourage those patients, if they're experiencing persistent symptoms, to reach out to their doctor as a first
0: step. Absolutely. If anything is wonky, just go to your doctor, and he will take care of it and refer you to a specialist if necessary. Now, what types of treatments are available for skull-based brain tumors?
2: Um, Most of these tumors are going to be If they do require treatment, and and that's an important point, some of them actually do not need to be treated initially. Um, I have quite a few patients who have very small, benign tumors that we actually watch over time to see if they are growing or not, especially if they're not causing significant symptoms. But patients who do require treatment, most of them are either going to have surgical removal or there are treatments available that involve a targeted type of radiotherapy or radiation treatment for the tumor.
0: And back to you, Dr. Liao. What kind of specialist or specialists work together to treat skull based brain tumors?
1: Oftentimes, um, for, for these tumors, uh, it is a kind of co surgery between neurosurgeons and lotolaryngologists, um, just because it actually does involve specialization and uh, specialized skills that each uh, bring to the table, both in essentially getting the corridor of access and the other side taking out the tumor and dissecting it off the nerve in a careful fashion. And there are several you know, institutions around the country uh, where, that, where this happens uh, on a regular basis. Both Dr. Belakar and myself trained at uh, these sub-specialized institutions. And so it is um, kind of a sub-sub-specialization um, within each of our fields.
0: And what's recovery like for patients after treatment, and is there therapy or rehabilitation?
1: A lot of times we prepare our patients because recovery does take several days uh, on the inpatient side. And then on the outpatient side, the recovery, uh, a lot of times what we look for is recovery of, um, of uh, facial function, uh, recovery of hearing. Uh, any of those things that could be impacted by the surgery uh, can take usually even up to uh, several months to, uh, to uh, recover or uh, recover up to their um, highest potential. So um, yeah, it's just it's uh, these are again, more complicated surgeries, which require a full team approach. We have uh, not only physical therapists but speech therapists who work with the patients after the surgery to um, improve their recovery and um, accelerate their trajectory of recovery. And again, that's kind of why we're trying to bring all these uh, different subspecializations together. Uh, to um, kind of give the most optimal care for patients with these skull-based tumors. A lot of times, again, these patients do look for uh, centers that offer this, and so that's what we're trying to uh, advertise to patients in a sense is that, you know, this does exist in their own community. Uh, a lot of times um, that's not really broadcast to patients very well.
0: I think it's always uh, more effective to work as a team rather than in silos. And Dr. Balacher, referenced, uh, in your communities there is availability of these kind of services. So can you tell us a little bit about the new Memorial Care Neuroscience Institute at Saddleback Medical Center? And feel free to jump in as well, Dr. Liao.
2: At Saddleback Medical Center, specialists like myself and Dr. Liao Mm
0: -hmm. are forming
2: together to create a team that will work in a coordinated fashion for these cases. So we all, you know, see the patient, review the patient's Uh, symptoms and their testing and develop a plan as a group on what the optimal treatment is for that patient. Um, If patients need reconstructive surgery, there is also a reconstructive surgeon, uh, Dr. Liu, who's a part of uh, this institute. Uh, So depending on the access and the type of surgery the patient may need, they may also uh, involve a reconstructive surgeon in that effort. And so we're really um, happy to have all these people together that can offer a team-oriented approach for these patients' cases and give them the best outcomes
1: possible.
0: And Dr. Liao, do you want to add anything to that?
1: Yeah, I think the only thing I would add is that, you know, both uh, Dr. Balakar and myself come from two very large groups. In fact, probably the two largest groups in each of our subspecialized fields in Orange County, uh, both in neurosurgery and otolaryngology. So, what you're seeing is essentially um kind of a multi talented uh, new surgical groups with each with their own sub specializations coming together and I think that you know within our groups there there is a lot to offer um, uh, so that we can essentially create what we've trained in 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 um, higher level uh, tertiary care academic centers um, and bring that to the community and I think that's an elevation that we're we're seeing that a lot of patients are not um, traveling outside of Orange County as much anymore because essentially they can get um, the highest level of um, specialization within their own communities.
0: And it sounds like uh, it's always so much easier for people to operate in their own backyard when they can, uh, you know, get to work and get to uh, their specialty treatments at the same time in their own neighborhoods. We want to thank you so much, Dr. Balaker and Dr. Liao, for your time today. We really do appreciate it. And for more information or to listen to a podcast of this show, please go to MemorialCare.org. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Thank you for listening and have yourself a great day.